0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach.
1: Welcome to a Saturday, December 24th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. With it being Christmas Eve, we're going to sort of kick off our Christmas special coverage, uh, whatever we want to call it. (laughs) So tomorrow we're going to be doing batman the anim- animated series christmas with the joker review today we're looking at smallville season five episode nine titled lexmas
0: oh boy that's right yeah this brings uh, watching this again just brings back so many memories of the first time i watched smallville and how much i loved it like this makes me want to go back and rewatch it all again oh yeah
1: just dumping in. jumping in it's like oh yeah this is so fun this is um, yeah <laughs> we're both huge fans of this series in general uh, we did a review of the pilot a couple months back now. Yeah. So this is one of the Christmas episodes, obviously, focused around Lex Luthor. Uh It originally aired back in December 8th of 2005. Wow. Mm-hmm. seems like a long time ago.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 11 years now? That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, man. This has been five years since uh, Smallville was off the air, so it's yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, so this is in short, we're going to be spoiling this, but this is the episode <laughs> where Lex gets shot and sort of has a vision of basically his version of it's a wonderful life Yeah, um, in some ways and sort of gets to see what life could be like. Uh, and really you could argue it's a start or the end of his turn towards the dark side, if you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really a good overall fun episode. Not fun, but... There's uh, definitely some fun parts. Oh, yeah. There's some good stuff. Michael Rosenbaum is so good. Oh, my gosh. As Lex Luthor, and he really gets to shine in this episode. So, uh, I guess we can get into the spoiler summary of it
0: now. Yeah. So, if you've got uh, a pair of spoiler muffs as an early Christmas present, you might want to put them on for this 11-year-old episode. That's right. (laughs) Um, So, it opens on Christmas Eve, uh, which is fitting for this episode, um, and it's in Granville, Kansas, which is, I guess, like the shadiest area close closest to Smallville or Metropolis. Oh, I guess. So. Just
1: I didn't even notice it was in Granville. I just assumed it was Metropolis. So.
0: No, so this is where the shady shady shades happens. I guess. Basically, um, if you don't remember, like currently right now, um, at this point in Smallville, Jonathan Kent and Lex Luthor are running for Senate. Um, and so they're running against, Yeah. Sorry. State Senate. Not that important, but so they're, (laughs) (laughs) they're running against each other. And so Lex, um, he goes here and meets Griff, who is a gruffy bad guy. Um, and basically wants him to make up a story about Jonathan Kent and like fake it in the news to get him to drop out of the race to basically like create a scandal or something about him. And, uh, but he asks, you know, give me 24 hours to think about it after Griff describes what he has to do. And he walks out and gets shot. And that's the end of the episode. He's dead. That's the <laughs> end of the series. So it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's how it goes. That's how the uh, final battle with Lex goes.
0: Yep. So he he passes out and because he got shot. And he wakes up and he wakes up next to Lana And He's married to her. There's a kid already, little Alexander, and she's pregnant. And so, obviously, something's not right here. Um, He knows, like, that it's not real, uh, but everybody else in this dream state, whatever, is, you know, doesn't know that, obviously, and they're treating him like, oh, you've been here this whole time, like, we've been married for a long time, and this is your kid.
1: Right, and we find out it's seven years later. Right. Uh, Obviously, where he got married with Lana and... Of course, Clark and Lana
0: are dating at this time in the real world. In reality, world. right. Yep. Um, so, and then his mom is also there, kind of just like, she's almost like the ghost of Christmas past, like from a Christmas Carol or something. She's like there explaining like what's going on. And she says, you know, all of this could happen if you make the right choices. Um, and so in the dream, uh, they head to the Clarks for a party and they have to like, he explains that they're on a budget because his dad cut him off seven years ago and so this is where we find out how long it's been and that he does not really he doesn't get money from his dad anymore they're not really on speaking terms Uh, in this dream state clark and chloe are together and lex helped chloe write like a a tell-all story about lex corp that is getting published soon and i think clark got promoted i think he's editor at um, he's like running the Daily Planet
1: almost now. I think I think he's a full-fledged reporter now, they said. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, close enough to running it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, so back in reality, the doctor tells Lionel that Lex is going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. Um, it's too much damage. And, you know, he's not going to accept that. Obviously, he doesn't want his kid to be paralyzed.
1: Right. So we get to see some fun Lionel and Lex classic moments. Like- oh, yeah. Well, I guess with Lex being mostly unconscious, but we get to see, <laughs> still get to see that father-son interaction.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so still in actual reality, Clark has to deliver presents for Chloe because it's Christmas Eve and she didn't get the presents delivered yet to all the needy kids.
1: Right. So it's some sort of toy drive. And so she asked Clark, <laughs> of course, to deliver all of them. Right. So there's he's, a crap ton he... of them.
0: <laughs> He's literally Santa Claus. Like, he's just running around, breaking into people's houses and leaving presents.
1: Stealing milk and cookies. <laughs>
0: right. And then as he's doing this, he sees, like, a drunk, suicidal Santa on top of a roof who, like, wants to jump off. And so he goes and talks to him, which is, you know, not something you want to see on Christmas Eve. That's not that's not the greatest thing. Santa's drunk and wants to kill himself.
1: Uh, that's kind of sad. <laughs>
0: Uh, so back in the dream, Lex buys a tree because his dad wouldn't wouldn't let Christmas ever be celebrated after his mom died. And he, like, tells this really emotional story to Lana about it. And she's like, I know, it's the same story you tell me every year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then back in reality again, we're just going to keep switching back and forth. But Clark explains to the drunk Santa that he's delivering presents and that makes Santa want to live because the spirit of Christmas is alive because this random guy is delivering presents, but then he goes and falls off the building anyways. And Clark catches him. Uh, so Lionel decided that he is going to take the really risky surgery. Um, so that Lex will be able to walk, you know, the doctor warned him that there's not a good chance he's going to live because he's, there's too much damage, but Lionel decides it's worth it. And Lex goes into surgery. Uh, but meanwhile, in the dream, Jonathan Kent is the Senator because Lex Dropped out from the race earlier, and Lex is given the Humanitarian of the Year award, and I think Jonathan calls him the best man he knows. Uh, and then Lana goes into labor and gives birth, but then she's having trouble because she's losing a lot of blood, and uh, Lex goes to his dad and tries to get help, and basically tells him, you know, when you dropped out of that race seven years ago, you stopped being a Luther and. I'm not going to help you like this is your own fault the choices you made cause this um and so Lana dies and that like that's so he has to see her die and he, obviously he's really upset by that and you know he's like talking to his the vision of his mom like why did this happen like this was supposed to be perfect and he wakes up to reality uh, the surgery was successful and he can walk um, but he's mad at his dad for taking the risk of this surgery
1: right he didn't have good a uh, good chance of living if he took right. the surgery.
0: Um, and then one last fun thing with the drunk Santa is he shows up to Chloe like, and offers to help, and she turns around and turns back, and he's gone and all the presents are gone. So I guess he's actually Santa.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice of him to so, help out. It was a cool moment guess- when with Clark sort of talking him off the ledge, too, where what he actually did stumble off eventually because he was so drunk. Uh, right. But it was cool to see Clark sort of clark and chloe instill that hope into santa and uh make him (laughs) not want to jump off the top of a building kind of a classic superman moment really
0: exactly so i guess i mean if we're in a universe where superman exists it's not too far of a stretch to say that santa exists um so but then the end of the episode is griff shows back up at the hospital uh because lex called him there and Lex decides that he wants to take down Jonathan Kent, so he's not going to go down the path where Lana dies, even though, you know, it would make him a better person. He's not going to go down that path. And he says the only way to get what you want is uh, and the only way to live happily ever after is to have power and money. And so he's decided that that senator position is the start to his power and he's not going give, give up that money that he's going to get from his dad. So this is, it really is like a turning point for Lex, basically.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool to see him sort of choose. Well, it's not cool, but I guess it's sort (laughs) of a a Lex Luthor thing to sort of see him choose. Like he's got the choice between power and love and he chooses power. So that's sort of his turn towards evilness. Of course, when you've got 22 episodes in a season, you've got to hammer home that point several times. So he has several more points that could be his definitive turn towards (laughs) evil um up until he's gone really off the show. But this is really one of those bigger moments for him and he chooses power.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's just like we've said before, I've praised Michael Rosenbaum from his portrayal of Lex, but it's just like another uh, another page in the book of, you know, like the the more nuanced character of Lex Luthor that he really created, you know, before this, like if I thought about Lex Luthor before watching Smallville, he's just he's all bad, like he doesn't really need a motivation. He's just a bad guy, but like there's so much more backstory to him now because of the stories that they put on Smallville and because of uh, his portrayal of him.
1: Right. We get to see the whole conversion of him from kind of a good guy, mm-hmm. just a little bit shady to being a full on villain. And that sort of takes place over seven different years and yeah. slowly develops. And I think that's one of the highlights of the series in general is Michael Rosenbaum's performance as Lex Luthor and his turn towards evil slowly.
0: Yeah. And so uh, 11 years later, do you think this episode holds up? Do you still like it? I I really did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a blast to watch. Um, I also... Smallville to me is what um, I think the DC animated universe is to a lot of people um, in terms of like, oh, they watched Batman the animated series growing up and that's what made them a fan, or they watched Justice League growing up, or Justice League Unlimited, something like that. For me, that is Smallville. Um, I got into it a little bit later, and I was always a fan before that, but this is what really made me a hardcore fan, and so I could probably pop on almost any episode, except for maybe two, and really (laughs) enjoy them uh, from start to finish, even if they're not perfect or anything like that. They're still enjoyable and a good story there.
0: Yeah, we should uh, review those two sometime. Because <laughs> I, I know exactly which two you're talking about. I don't. But, uh, t- I don't want to talk about Bug Boy. Oh gosh. Um, but yeah. So, and you were the one who got me into Smallville after you got onto on it. So you know, it's kind of your fault that we're doing this podcast now because uh, it really was like kind of my entry point into uh, back into DC. Because I, you know, I like read comics when I was a kid, but I wasn't like super crazy about it. But then watching this show. It just, you know, it sucked me in, and so now we're both hooked, and we're doing this show.
1: Right, yeah, and I know some people are mixed on the series, you know, like, oh, it took uh, Clark 10 years to get into the suit, <laughs> uh, but I never expected him to get into one. I was expected no flight, no tight, no flights, no no tights, so that didn't bother me, yeah. um, and so I just, I love this show for what it is. Definitely. All right, well, that's all we've got for today. So Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates and happy holidays. Enjoy it with your family. Um, We'll be back again tomorrow with Christmas with the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. So thanks for listening and have a happy holiday.
0: Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.